I've been thinking a lot about type hints or types in the last couple of years. And I think it's because in the PHP world, the community in a small way has fragmented. There is a subset of developers who are all on board. If something can be typed, then they are adding a type, right? But then on the flip side, you have those who very much prefer dynamically typed languages and more so the spirit of a dynamic language. And I've been trying to figure out, like, what is the differentiator there? Because I think so often what happens is when, when discussions are had, they're often talking over each other's heads. Or in other words, they are fighting positions that the other side doesn't necessarily hold. And I'll give you a couple examples. Um, a proponent for types might say, okay, this method I have, I expect a number. So I will add the integer type, int. In this way, you can't give me a string. You can't give me an array. The only thing I can work with is a number. Now, the argument they might say is, look, if I didn't declare that type, I would have to add an if statement right at the top of that method. Something like, if what you gave us is not a number, if not isn't, then throw an exception because we can't work with that data type. So as they see it, why would I add those three lines when instead I could remove them and simply add a type. And it also comes with the side effect of providing better IDE support. So it's a no-brainer. But now if we switch back to the dynamic side, they would say, well, you know what? I would never add that check in the first place. So it's not a case of having to add a conditional to check for an integer. I would never write that conditional in the first place. Instead, if I'm worried about passing a string to this method, then the solution is don't pass a string to the method, right? I'm following TDD. I will make sure that I never pass a string to that method. Because if I did, the code's going to break anyways. So you see what I mean about how sometimes they're talking over each other? One side thinks the other would do something that they would never do in the first place. Here's another example. If I'm a proponent for types, I might say, okay, I have this method and it needs to do something. So I'm going to drop a contract that has a nice name and describes exactly what the responsibilities are. And if you, the collaborator, want to do that work for me, you have to conform to this contract I've created. And if you don't, sorry, I can't work with you. Get out of here. We're not doing business. So that makes sense, doesn't it? I can get behind that. And in fact, it's what you might do in real life. You might drop a contract that defines the boundaries and what is necessary. But again, if we switch back to the dynamic side, they will often flip the responsibility. They'll say, look, let me be responsible for giving you what you need. Don't worry about it. I got this. And this is where the concept of duck typing comes into play. And the idea there is, if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, then it must be a duck. And basically that translates to, look, even if it's not a duck, if it serves the same purpose as a duck, what do you care? Let it go on through. So for example, if you're a method and you're accepting an argument so that you can fire off a notification, well, you could, again, create an interface or a contract that defines what you need. I need to be able to call notify. So you might have an interface uh, with one method on it called notify. So now whatever calls that method needs to conform to that interface. Or you can just leave it blank and let the caller be responsible for it. If you're going to call a notify method, I just need to make sure I give you an object with a notify method. And you don't care what happens at that point. It's not your responsibility to care in what form that notification takes place. You just care that you can call notify. 
So you're accomplishing the same goal, right? You're just doing it in a different way. One is a more structured, formal approach, and the other takes a more dynamic approach. So you might say, where should the onus be put? Is the onus on you to enforce this contract at your boundary, or is the onus on me to know what you need and give you something you can work with? And it's very interesting to me because there's super good arguments on both sides of the equation, and that's why these have been discussions for as long as I've been a developer and much longer, of course. But I think, I think there's an argument to be made that dynamic languages better embrace the spirit of object-oriented programming. And maybe that's for another episode. But I also see the benefits to documentation and readability and failing as quickly as possible if there is an issue. And it's not like just because you test your code means this is never an issue. In the perfect world, that might be true. But as we all know, the, the tests don't always ensure that your program works perfectly. They ensure that the tests you wrote are passing. But they say nothing about what you didn't write that may not be under test. So that's fair, right? I can get behind that. But then I also worry when you go down this path, so many developers will just end up creating nonstop interfaces. They, they begin to associate no types with bad code and concrete types with fragile code. So suddenly for every single action they need to perform, suddenly they're creating a new interface because that's what you do if you want to write good code, right? You create small interfaces and suddenly what should be, um, in many cases, a fairly reasonable, simple uh, project ends up being fairly complicated with hundreds of files and interfaces and it gets so confusing compared to the relative ease of what you're building. And again, I guess this is where it comes back to what are you building and what are the requirements and, and how necessary is it that we take that approach versus uh, keeping things a little more uh, streamlined, a little more simple. Either way, it's all still very interesting to me. So